This is your bonus miles. Here's Autumn. Hey, hey, guys, it's your girl, Autumn Miles, coming back to you with um, probably one of my favorite things that I do, the bonus miles episode. And do I have a bonus miles episode for you today? You guys, we've heard of cancel culture. We know of the trolls on Facebook, Twitter, Insta. We know all of that. We know of all of the argumentativeness in our society today. My guest today is um, really a hero of the faith. You guys, I we, we loved her book. We loved what she's uh, what what she wrote in her book. But then to hear everything that she, that God has used her to accomplish, it was really inspiring. I like had a moment in my production meeting. I was like, this woman is a hero. So you guys are about to hear from a hero, a seasoned hero of the faith that is going to tell you. How do you deal with that person that might not agree with you politically or might not agree with your uh, stance on something? Um, how do you resolve conflict? How do you get past some of those things the biblical way? Because guess what? The Bible is the answer and it has the answer. So without further anything, I want to introduce you to my guest today. And I am going to read her bio because I want you to be as wowed as I am about this servant of Jesus Christ that we have on today. Uh, her name is Miss Olitha Barnett. She is a theologian, lawyer, a conflict resolution specialist. Don't we all need one of those in our life? Because I do. Who has directed the conflict resolution ministry at Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas for decades. Now, I am such a fan of Pastor Tony Evans, and I'm just telling you, um, she has done conflict resolution at his church for 30 years. That says a lot. She was commissioned by the Elder Board for Conflict Resolution Work. She is also an adjunct professor at Southern Bible Institute and College and founder of Conciliation Services, LLC, which provides services to churches, organizations, and individuals. She serves on the board. I'm going to keep going. She serves on the board of Peace. Maker Ministries and is a certified Christian conciliator TM certified management specialist certified in Christian prevention relationship enhancement she's a certified human behavior consultant she holds a BS in mathematics Juris Doctor and Master of Arts in Christian Education from uh, DTS. Y'all, she's a hero. Let me welcome her to our show. Welcome, Miss Olitha Barnett. Thank you so much for the honor of getting to just have a conversation with, with you today. Thank you for your kind words, and thank you for having me on your show today. I feel like yours is the voice we need right now. We need to give you like a megaphone and get you on every news station across the world because <laughs> you specialize in conflict resolution. And right now, do we ever need someone who specializes in that? Um, I want to just bring up your book, Diversity of a Different Kind, um, you wrote this book. It, it launched in February. Tell me about your heart, Miss Barnett, behind this book and what you hope to get out into the world as a result. I've had a heart for conflict, conflict resolution for decades. 
Now, that book, it was quite interesting as to how it came to be. I woke up with the thought, God made diversity to make us holy more than just because he loves uh, diversity. And I got like, wow, where did that come from? I had read a book with a similar theme, but it related to marriage, not conflict or uh, diversity per se. And so I pondered it. And to make a long story short, I finally went to pastor and I said, pastor, have you heard this before? He said, no. Then I said, asked, is it theologically sound? He said, Mm -hmm. yes, you're grappling with it at a high level. That's Mm -hmm. when I knew that if it wasn't clear to me, I would have to ask God to make it clear so that I could share it uh, with others. So that's part of how uh, it came to be with a thought. And as I progressed with it, I was thinking, God, you are a God of peace and you want us to be peacemakers. Diversity is a source of a lot of conflict. Why did you do that? It was like, what's up with that, God? Mm -hmm. Diversity causes conflict, can lead to conflict, but you created it. And from that, he unraveled the theory to me. God is strategic. And so the theory is the belief that God created human diversity to give us naturally arising opportunities to practice biblical principles, to produce Christ-like character growth. Okay, hold on. You got to say that again. (laughs) God gave us diversity. Go for it. To give us naturally arising opportunities. For example, we're familiar with personality clashes. Mm -hmm. That naturally arises. Naturally arising opportunities to practice biblical principles. Mm -hmm. When we apply biblical principles to that diversity encounter, it produces Christ-like character growth. His Mm. chief aim for us is for us to grow in character, to be like Christ. So he set us up to grow us up with all Mm. of this diversity. And so we miss it when we allow it to cause conflict rather than embracing the differences that God made within humanity. That was a mouthful. Um, I love this book so much because I have always said, definitely not the way you just said it, (laughs) (laughs) but I have always loved diversity. And you see that in Genesis 1. It's not just about race. It is about trees. It is about Um, you know, the galaxies, God is, it is about man and woman. We are different. Um, So God is, he's always been a fan because he created the even idea of it. But for you to put it so eloquently that it gives us an opportunity to practice biblical principles. We're looking at a world right now that diversity is tearing us apart Because the Christian, and I'll just, I'm just going to harp on the body of Christ right now. We need to be the source of speaking peace and speaking truth into some of these things that divide us. So I want to talk to the church right now. We have, we have some unsaved people that listen to the show, but I really want to talk to those that are believers and you are, you see what's happening in our society. Um, 
Miss Barnett, I would like to give some practical advice just based on the racial tension that we see. Um, diversity is not just race, but it's even the thought diversity that we see. I see Satan coming in to divide what God wants to grow us from, like the way you put it. What do we do when we have someone that we don't agree with or that is causing division? Help us with your wisdom on how to handle that practically. First, recognize that conflict is one of Satan's biggest tools to disrupt the body. And you talked about uh, the church. We know that the church has allowed the culture to infiltrate the church rather than pouring love out uh, Mm. to the culture. And so when someone doesn't agree with you, let's just take a simple one that everybody will relate to quickly in terms of personality clashes. God wired us differently. And we need those differences. Sometimes we need people to be direct. Sometimes we need the supportive personality. All of the personalities God made. So one of the uh, principles in the book is allow for the differences of others. Mm. Just simply allow for the differences of others. We're not wired alike. Uh, We have different races, different uh, cultures, personalities, even different spiritual gifts. And so wisdom would dictate that God's word is sufficient for every aspect of life, which of course includes conflict and diversity. And as you said, he loves diversity. Mm. So why would we hate what he loves? God is Mm. a God of love, a God of peace, and we need to spread kindness in the culture just like there has been spread hatefulness and meanness. Right now, we've got a mean culture, a mean society. Mm -hmm. Uh, They argue with everything. Mm -hmm. And everybody has an opinion. And most of those don't align with God's word. If it aligns with God's word, then we would usher peace into the culture. Someone said, how can you usher peace? We ushered meanness into the culture. (laughs) we can usher peace in the culture and we have the Holy Spirit Christians are the ones uh, that can do that because we have the light of Jesus and we are his ambassadors on earth how would you just say practically um, how would you approach ushering peace into a generation that's you know (laughs) vastly turn their back on church and God. And I mean, we have a lot of uh, people that there's there's a lot of arguing in the church, especially right now. What practically can we do as ambassadors of Christ to usher in peace and infuse our society with it? What are some things that we can do? Uh, From a practical standpoint, it's acts of kindness. Mm. That's something we do even at our church, acts of kindness. When you see a need, meet a need. And and sometimes even with people that we know when they're spewing hate, I've seen people laugh at it. We need to always stand for right. Speak up in those situations, but speak up 
in love. Mm -hmm. If every believer showed acts of kindness and every believer showed love, it could change the world. Jesus had 12 disciples. And from those 12, Christianity has spread uh, around the world. So each one reached one and then even beyond. It really boils down to autumn. It boils down to love. Mm. The two greatest commandments. I interpret the first one, my wording would be, love God with everything within you and love your neighbor as yourself. If we spread love instead of hate, it would change the world. Acts of kindness, spreading love uh, throughout. I think, you know, we're so busy being offended Yes, that it's hard when you are constantly take on an offense to spread love or to spread an act of kindness because we're so busy thinking, wow, I cannot believe or can you believe? And really in the body of Christ, we need to stop the, uh, the offense addiction is what it is. And we need to start, why don't we start counteracting that with an act of love? I love that you um, you gave us something practical to do because I think we're all so aware of the problem that we can't add to the problem as the church. We have got to start, even if it's one act at a time, being the solution and what you just said, do that. You know, the other day I... Um, I love this. I think we we disrespect little things that we can do. Um, but even like by someone the other day, I was in I was in the line at In N Out because I'm obsessed with In N Out Burger. I just love it. I don't know why I eat there all the time. But I'm in line and I pulled up to pay and the car in front of me paid. And I was not gonna lie, Miss Barnett, I was in the worst mood ever. I was tired. It was like it was hot outside, you know, the whole thing. And when she said, you don't like you owe nothing, it was, it immediately changed everything about how I was feeling. Yes. And it's one of those little things. I think, I think I got a diet Coke. So it was like, you know, $2, but that $2 act of kindness ministered to me on a deep level. And I think, you know, little things like that, that we can infuse you know, what we want to see the change in the world being, um, which is more positivity and stuff like that. I want to talk to you about um, this because really there's, I want to ask you all these questions and I just want to sit and listen to you talk forever, Uh, but we don't have that time. This is something that I I thought uh, might be good for everyone. What is the three pronged approach to managing differences? I feel like this is very practical. What would you say? The first prong is that when you have a diversity encounter, whether it would be a personality clash, whether it would be generational differences, racial differences, recognize that that encounter didn't get to you, but that God allowed it to. Mm. So the first prong is that that encounter is an assignment from God. Mm. assignment. Teachers give assignments on what they want us to learn. And the master teacher does no less. Mm. So that's an assignment. There's something to learn out of that. 
assignment. So you embrace that, Lord, how do you want me to handle it? This encounter, we know he wants us to uh, be peacemakers. The second prong, every believer is a minister of education. That's in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 20. We know that our ministry generally relates to our spiritual gifts. However, every believer has the ministry of reconciliation, which is not only bringing people to Christ, but it's living a peaceful, reconciled life yourself and helping other people to do the same. That's the second part. Number one, assignment from God. Number two, you are a minister of reconciliation for peacemaking. And the third is the icing on the cake. Apply biblical principles to that situation. Mm. It's an assignment. You want to successfully complete that assignment because you don't want to repeat it. (laughs) And then operate as a minister of reconciliation for peace and apply biblical principles to that situation. Wow. Okay. So um, this is like a recipe for success when dealing with any sort of conflict, really, not just diversity, but any sort of conflict that we all can follow, that we all can get behind. I love the third one um, when you said you want to successfully complete the assignment. Yes. Um, which is to apply biblical principles. I think we some a lot of us do maybe the first and second one oh, okay. But then when it comes to the third one, applying biblical principles, just for my audience out there, if you don't know what those biblical principles are to be applied, study, do the research, ask your pastor. Don't just uh, do what you feel. Do what God's word says, because I know we're in an era, an era where not everybody knows what those biblical principles are to apply to those situations. And listen, believer, it is your job to do the research, to study, to show thyself approved so that you can handle those situations um, properly. Uh, Miss Barnett, I do not want to let you go. I um, I want you to mentor me for the rest of my life. <laughs> You're kind. Thank you for all you do for the kingdom. Oh, I love Jesus. I want you guys to go get um, Miss Olitha Barnett's book, Diversity of a Different Kind. Guys, she is like, she knows what she's talking about. She's been tested. She's been approved. And I really think this is a right now word for our world. You guys know I do not put books out in front of you unless I do believe they are massively important to the relevancy of our society today. Go get her book. Miss um, Barnett, how can our, our listeners get in touch with you? My website is conciliationservices.com, conciliationservices.com. Okay. And my email address is simply olitha.barnett at conciliationservices.com. Okay. Uh, Ms. Barnett, thank you so much for your wisdom and for your work and for pioneering what we get to stand on your shoulders um, as we hopefully lead the way for the generations after us. So thank you so much. We honor you today. Thank you for having me. Teamwork makes the dream work. So thank you for having me. All right. You have an awesome day. And thank you guys for listening to this episode of Bonus Miles. I hope it encouraged you. Go the further step with this. I know that we didn't have a ton of time. Go the further step. Get the book. 
do the practical steps that Miss Barnett told us. And I'm telling you what, we are the answer to this culture. The church is the answer. Jesus is the answer to this culture. Um, and we are his ambassadors. Love you guys. I'll see you next time right here on the Autumn Mile Show. That was your bonus miles. To find out more, go to autumnmiles.com.